welcome to Trivial Merit, the show where we use eight song playlists to try to change your emotions and our own emotions, everybody's emotions, to be fair. Uh, Today we are studying the works of the great Credence Clearwater Revival. So we'll be going from defeated to content in eight songs. And with me today is my co-host, Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Hello. How have you been? Uh, I'm, I, you know, I've been, I've been actually wonderful. I had a week off. You had a restorative journey. Yes. I went to the mountains, got to hang out with two cats that did not set off my allergies. Amazing. Uh, It also didn't hurt that they were both adorable. All cats are adorable. So go on. Uh, yeah, sure. You're, you're right. I, I stand corrected. Um, All dogs, too. All animals. Yes. Yes. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all like a take or leave. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just no offense. Throw it all, throw it all out there. <laughs> we, don't have to, we don't have to like every human. We don't. No. We don't. Um, and then over the weekend, uh, Reba's, uh, well, Reba's cousin's twin sons, uh, came over. They're 15. Oh! And, and they love the fact that I play the video games. So that was. Cool. Oh, that's so cute! Oh! oh. So I can't believe like, you found something to bond with with 15 year olds who are like the most finicky people in the world. Oh yeah, they're like. So have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Um, now to be fair, they 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 accurately talk a bunch of smack about uh, Rocket League and Mario Kart <laughs> and uh, and Smash Brothers, all games that are that I would need a pretty I would need a pretty decent chunk of time to just sort of get my bearings back and I'm kind of getting back into Rocket League but uh, I showed them the trailer for uh, Super Mario Strikers from the most recent and I said, this is a game you will never beat me in. <laughs> Oh, Be- challenge because, accepted. Because I just know they won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that was that was a fun time. Um, I introduced them to the chaos that is Hell Divers, but I'm getting kind of away from it. We should really, we should really. That's start true. Talking we're we're about... drifting into your other show. Yes, we're drifting Story into the, We're drifting into me just going off topic like I always do, and I need to be reined in. So. Uh, well, so today we are talking about Credence Clearwater Revival. Yes. Now, I get the feeling this is a bit of an asymmetrical episode because you like them a lot. And I don't not like them a lot, but I don't especially like them a lot. Yes, I do. I do like Credence a lot. Um, I do not know a ton. Like, I did not know a ton about Credence. I mean, like I know who John Fogarty is, and I know that right. he. I know that he maintained a career after. I believe the brother Tom did as well, but I do know that this is kind of an eagle situation. That these guys did not spend a whole lot of time liking each other. No, and it, it's interesting you mentioned the Eagles because the timelines really are close too. Right. At least uh, without counting all the Eagles uh, kind of reunions and stuff that dragged on into the nineties. Oh yes, um, I mean we. I guess we could briefly mention Credence Clear Clearwater Revisited. Oh, I don't even know about that. That is everybody but John Fogarty. 
Petty. I love when they do that. So whenever they're mentioned, I do believe John Fogarty is out there being all George Lucas, like, that's not canon or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, uh, what did the Grateful Dead do? They they just went by the dead when they were without Jerry. Yeah. And that was because Jerry Garcia literally died, not just because they didn't get along with each other, I don't think. Right. Yeah. But yes, um, how did you first get into Credence? Do you remember when you first heard them or anything? So I, so Credence are, yes, I, Credence are a kind of a band that has been a weird staple throughout my life. Like, I don't remember, like, just listening to, like, the album Chronicle, uh, their greatest hits, which is probably... Um, one of, I mean, they're, they're probably literally hundreds because there are, you know, billions upon billions of albums that have been released in the hundred years of recorded music. But I feel like that is one of the S tier sort of examples of chronicling a band. Um, and it, it puts together all of the, all of the hits, but. Uh, it does it in a way that kind of tells a story, which I like. I mean, it's it's chronologically, which, you know, not really, not really, not really breaking the bank there. But uh, it's one of those. It really has a lot of songs that are just memorable in in a lot of ways. And I've heard I've heard these kind of since kind of since before I can even remember. Like, I, I, yeah. feel like, I, I feel like it's just, I, I've just known them my entire life. Um, you know, it didn't hurt that they were, you know, talking, they were, they were talked about in the big Lebowski, which is a movie that was, you know, uh, pretty important to my family in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. Bro- <laughs> yeah. It's, it's big Lebowski's kind of, it's, it's one of those, kind of unifiers like every member of my family likes it like my sister my mom my dad me we all love the big lebowski and it's one of those linchpin things that somehow we all agree on um i love that my family was the same way actually it it would be one of those things where just all of a sudden uh one of us would say wouldn't hold out much hope for the tape deck though and then someone else would be like or the credence uh, from, <laughs> from that scene that's um, wonderful which it's it, you know sometimes when you can share a laugh with 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 family and folks you might not agree with a lot else on it's it's kind of wonderful um but in terms of like knowing about the band never really did a whole lot of digging until kind of prepping for this episode yeah um and uh, I've never really dug th- like I've never really dug through the the studio albums either. Like I've just always sort of hung out with Chronicle because that's kind. I mean, I would probably argue that's p- the one you you probably need. Yeah, point. they have so many singles that are notably head and shoulders better than the tracks around them on the albums. Sure. <laughs> I feel yeah. comfortable saying that now. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I, I'm not, yeah. It's like not, not to, not to not throw in shade at this band from California, but 
Yeah, they are they are they are a singles band. Now that coming away from this, I'll probably I'll probably talk about uh, some things I some things I did like. Sure. Um, but uh, but for now, um, uh, actually, I am gonna say this. It is pretty interesting that I don't remember where El Cerrito is in California, but that's where this band sort of formed. Uh, but the music they made is, is not Cal- it's not California of the '60s or '70s by any stretch. It's not right. It's know, born on the bayou. Yeah, it is. They, <laughs> they, now, now it's. I, I did do some digging. I'm like, did anyone really call this into question? Did anyone say like, did anyone really say like, you know, this is kind of. I mean, I. I feel like culture appropriation, like the con, the connotation of that might be a little strong, but clearly mm-hmm. these these folks are are doing things that is not where they're from. Um, and there were a bunch of there were a bunch of essays from critics of of of, pa- of the past that were like you know, Credence were were not the band that was gonna was gonna make you skip school or or, or sneak out of the house at night, um, but they they were just four individuals that really loved music from this section of the country and even even yeah. it was like this is the music we like so this is the music we want to make, and I don't and I. I ultimately come down on the side like I don't hate that. Um, right, sure. I mean, I feel like I, I feel like there's you could definitely have a critical discussion about that and land on either side of that. But uh, me personally, I'm like, okay, I I don't really hate this because they I, I kind of feel like this is a lot of the singer songwriter story songs in a way. Like, they, not a lot of the songs have narratives, but they're definitely trying to conjure up the idea of a place and uh, and I'm okay with that um I didn't really it was it was never really like I'm from here this is this isn't this isn't Sarah Palin like saying I know foreign policy because because I can see Russia from my house or whatever <laughs> well <laughs> to be fair nothing is like that what a right. special, <laughs> yeah, special but, moment that was. Yes, it was. Um, uh, but I, I think before I just ramble too far along here, I think we could get, to, we can get to lists. Wait, you have to ask me when I first heard Credence. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm distracted by Bagel, so I apologize. Uh, ba- bagel, you're making me forget Caroline. Um, Love you. Oh, Bagel. <laughs> Uh, Always jealous of Bagel. Caroline, how did you hear about Credence? Well, so like you, I grew up with it just being around, I think. And even when I was a very little kid, John Fogarty was still like on the radio a lot and stuff. He was still in his pop music era. Yeah. And I know that I heard it before this, but... The very crystallized moment for me is that Fortunate Son was on the Forrest Gump soundtrack, which was uh-huh. like a sprawling double CD um, kind of tour of all classic rock over the decades. And yeah. so that song has remained my staunch favorite of theirs. One of my favorite songs, period. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on my Spotify daily play playlist. It's like very dear to my heart. And it's because it was on that album that I listened to a lot. And uh, it definitely, you know, like some, some songs like, um, like in the movie Major League, when he comes out onto the field and it's to the song Wild Thing, and you're yes. like, isn't it weird that Wild Thing was ever just a song that people listen to and not yeah. always a stadium anthem? You know? well, yeah, <laughs> and like, it's, one, it's one of those things. Like, I remember that version more than I remember the actual version. <laughs> like, right. And I feel like Fortunate Son is the same way. Like, I know it's it's a powerful protest song in its own right. It's a beautiful, great rock song. Mm-hmm. But it's such a like. It's such a song for the perfect moment in a movie. You know, that's really, I think, what it has become in the decades since it was released. And so um, it's very powerful and I still love it. But so that was almost, um, are you ready for this? That was almost 30 years ago in 1994, I believe, is when Forrest Gump came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, the, the, I, I mean, now, now to a, just to ask the question, does that hit you? Like thinking about that t- that amount of time, like in your life already, or I'm because I'm, I'm I'm genuinely cu- curious. Oh yeah, I I think the idea like 1994 is a, an important pop culture year. I believe that's when Jurassic Park came out. I believe that's when The Lion King came out. So a lot of stuff that I was kind of seeing with my own eyeballs for the first time, I was eight that year. Mm-hmm. So a lot of uh stuff that made a big impact on me for the very first time as my little brain was developing. And um, the idea that that was, yeah, almost 30 years ago. I think of 1994 as maybe 20 years ago. Okay. In the relative scheme of things. See, I, I, the reason, see, the reason I'm asking is like, generally I'm not affected by that passage of time. And I know that I know, and and the, I think probably the first moment that will get me like that will probably be the twentieth anniversary of when I moved to Philly. When will that be? That'll be that'll be next year. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, that'll so, be fun. And, and like and and that because like I remember when. Um, I remember when MySpace was the social media du jour Mm -hmm. and everybody started trying to find uh, everybody else to like get, you know, organize high school reunions and things like that. And I'm like, you didn't care about me in high school. So what makes a difference if I show up now? (laughs) So, so yeah, no, that's cool. You all, you all do your thing. I'll hang out here and I'll hang out here in Philly and eat cheesesteak. I'm good. Um, but but and and uh and like uh just folks that i've been around like can you believe that i'm like i mean the 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 clock turns every every day (laughs) like not trying not trying to be a a downer or anything it's just that was one that's one aspect of i guess getting older that hasn't hit me yet i think to me it's it's not even it's not even really about feeling older so much as just that relative perception of like what was 10 years ago what was 20 years ago you know yeah that it just is like the math of it is funny 
Oh, sure, sure. And I, I have a feeling that if if the, the if the pandemic ever gets to a point where we can say it's ended, like I will be interested to see how time passes for me after that, if I make it, of course. Yeah, it definitely has been a wild time to try to estimate time of things. I definitely feel like much more than ever before when I say, oh, a couple months ago, I did such and such. I'm almost always wrong about how long ago it was. Sometimes it was two weeks. Sometimes it was six months. It's just like all over the place. Wait a minute. That was yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, it is like every day is the same. So how do you know? Yeah. You don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's 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 it, it, it time's fun. The passage of time right. is great. Let's um so I th- let's do some let's do some playlists. But before before you get started, Caroline, I'm, this is where I'm going to say we are not doctors. We are not giving medical advice. Oh yeah, yeah. We are we are having fun with our coping mechanism, which is listening to hopefully music we like and that can make us feel a little bit better. And we try and organize yeah. this playlist around that. Uh, this we're is just the- some guys. Yeah, I'm fun. Yeah, we are. We are. We are just. We are just uh, a very smart woman who writes for Popular Mechanics and uh, me. Um, <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> you literally examine people's broken bodies for a living. You are very smart. <laughs> I do. I'm. I'm. You're never going to convince me. Um. But yeah, we are. The, the point here is we are to, we are here to have a good time based on an idea from music theory. We are not here or music therapy. We are not we are not medical providers. Uh, That's true. So Matt just is in his other job. I, ju- I just I just take pictures that go through people, and I think that's cool. <laughs> it is so cool. I, I do think it's cool. Like, uh, when the twins were over, they're like, so do you like your job? I'm like, yeah, I take pictures that go through people. That's cool as hell. It's so cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Caroline. Yes. Start us off. Okay. So we did talk a little bit about before we started recording about how this was tricky. Yes. And I would say for me, I just ended up picking a few songs that I think are a little bit more down tempo and that are about themes of things like noise and monotony that I could see giving someone a defeated feeling that you would relate to this if you were feeling a little bit beat down by your life and um, then transitioning to those brighter, more upbeat and more powerful songs, which I think this band definitely has some great powerful songs. So all that said, I would say in terms of scope, the variation is less in this list than maybe in any of our previous episodes for me simply because this band's emotional vocabulary just isn't really that big. And that's not a slight, that's just like different bands have different vibes and that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, and it's actually, it's interesting to think about in terms of what you were just describing where you might argue that Credence is culturally appropriative. Mm-hmm. And some of that might be reflected in the fact that some of their music feels a little trite. You know, it's just oh, yeah. not 
as they say, it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. So I just took it as in that same spirit and just had fun with my list. Okay, that feels like a lot of pre-excusing, <laughs> but I like my list. I think it's good. It's just yeah. like, this was challenging to do. Like, so, I, and, and, and like you just said, I did end up with an eight song list that like, I don't, if someone who listens to this were to come at me with some shade, I'd be like, it doesn't matter. I like it. Yeah, so. that's how I feel too. Okay. So, first on my list is from the self-titled album Creedence Clearwater Revival. It is The Working Man. I ain't never been in trouble. I ain't got the time. I don't mess around with magic child. But I got him. This is just a fun, pretty upbeat little thing, but it is about going to your job every day and it just kind of sucks. And you do the same thing every day. And, you know, and um, I think the idea of feeling defeated to me makes me think of like that a defeat is the opposite of a victory. It's feeling the opposite of winning. It's feeling like you still don't have a chance and that what's happening is predetermined for you. And that uh, fits with, I think a lot of, I would say there's a lot of music in this vein that is about having to go to work every day and how it sucks. And it's Mm -hmm. true, (laughs) it's true. Having to go to work every day sucks. Yeah, no, yeah. I I love the career I've chosen, but man, going to work sucks. Right, that's what people always say. I hate that expression. Find a job you love and it will never be work. Which is like, it's not. I love my job. It is still work. I still wouldn't wake up every day and be like, I'd love to spend hours doing someone else's work so yeah. that I can afford to stay in my home. <laughs> it's, it, I, like, it's, it's, it's like, I've heard it, I've heard it, I've heard this in movies a lot, but like, um, I, I, I love the work. I hate the job. Mm, like, yeah. Because I mean, granted, I love, I love, ta- I love the act of taking an x-ray. I love positioning the patient. I love, <laughs> I, I love, ex- I love d- seeing the image. I love seeing all of this happen. But like, then you have to go and report to a boss and clock in. Just right. Like, you have to clock in and out and take your break and yeah. wear your clothes. Right. And yeah. the whole thing is like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Second on my list is from the album Green River. It is called Commotion. Commotion is like about how noisy it is everywhere and how modern life is just like full of loud stuff. And I was listening to it and really thought this is very valid feeling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Third on my list is 
I would say the first iconic Credence song on my list. It's from Bayou Country. It is Born on the Bayou. And Born on the Bayou has, I would say, a neutral message, but it is, it just has like a good, like low slung beat that I Mm -hmm. just felt was good for kind of trying to clear out the negative vibes. Uh, next on my list is the title track off the album Green River. Ooh, so just okay. uh, yeah, just a little something, a little bit more upbeat. We're starting to move in that direction. thought that song long cool woman in a bat dr- black dress was by credence and not by oh that's funny they sound exactly <laughs> the same <laughs> <laughs> i would say i had some times when credence songs sounded exactly the same as other credence songs to me and i realized i had almost duplicates on my list when i oh, listened wow. to them back to back you know just because some of the some of the beats are very alike um okay uh, fifth on my list is from the album Willie and the Poor Boys. It is Midnight Special, which is another kind of big song. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special. That was a darling of mine. Had to cut it. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. All right. I warned Matthew that I was going to gin up controversy before this episode, and we have come to my controversial pick. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh huh. Which is. Centerfield by John Fogarty. Ah, solo work. Okay, okay, alright. I'm going to allow this. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like I was going to veto it anyway. But 
But I think here's what I was thinking though. That is song that, sounds like a Credence ass song. That does not sound like just Yes. Not, it totally sounds like a Credence song. John Fogarty's voice is so distinctive that I don't think he can ever sing and have it not sound like Credence, because he is the sound of Credence to me. And I think also, as we were saying before, the timing of the album Centerfield, which I believe came out in 1985? I think you are correct. I think it's such that that album was still in play on a lot of the radio that I listened to when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And so I just really associate that song with him. Yeah, I remember the adult contemporary radio station that played at the Office Max I worked at for a time played Centerfield a lot. And this was in 19, this is between 1995 and 1997. So, yeah, that song just became an instant, like I think on adult contemporary radio in particular. It's a very big one. Yeah, it never hit the Billboard Hot 100. It went straight to AC. (laughs) Yes, I think that's. I think that's true. Okay, number seven on my list is from the album Cosmos Factory and is the song Travelin' Band, which is just like a jam. 737, come on out of the sky. Oh, won't you take me down to Memphis on a I'm actually, it, you know, I'm actually surprised that's not on my list. Because, that's good, though. Yeah, no, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, I have a feeling that this is going to be on Caroline's. I like, I like, I almost, <laughs> I almost made a bet with myself. It has almost, um, like, if the Blues Brothers played it, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You know, it just has that kind of, like, super upbeat, still bluesy, but basically just a rock song. Yeah, And then last on my list is my aforementioned, not just favorite Credence song, but one of my favorite songs in the whole world in general. It is off Willie and the Poor Boys again, and it is Fortunate Son, which is... Um, such a, it's such a stunner. It really is. It is. It's absolutely so, so powerful in the music, which is extremely catchy. It is only two minutes long. It is all killer, no filler. thing they didn't really get into before but um this song you know when you're when you're young and you listen to music and it's about things that you don't understand Mm -hmm. it almost becomes like a poem that you're studying like trying to figure out what they're talking about yeah and when i was 
whatever, eight years old when Forrest Gump came out and when we got this soundtrack, I didn't understand at all what the song was about when he's saying things like um, that he wasn't born with the silver spoon. I had never heard the term silver spoon. I didn't know what that meant. You know, mm-hmm. just like a lot of cultural stuff that is loaded in and the idea of like contemptuously talking about people with star spangled eyes is like so powerful and so i think it's um from the perspective of me an adult a writer someone who studied poetry in school and stuff like that like i'm so impressed by this song and it was so important to me when i was a child so Mm -hmm. i am happy for it to be I had thought, you know, what's funny about Fortunate Son is it could really go on either end of the list because it could yes. be the one where you're saying you feel defeated because yes. it is about being drafted and having a shitty time. And, yeah. you know, that that is about the social ills like, that pile onto people who don't have advantages. Yeah, like and how do I live when I'm not one of these folks? How do I do this? Exactly. And feeling like there's no place for you. And so... I had thought to myself that I would have it be the lead of my list. And then I thought, but this is really like apart it's, from it's that guitar part. It's, it, it does it every time. Right. It's, it's very soaring and triumphant. And it's really like, he's, he's not saying like, I feel defeated because I'm not in these groups. He's like, fuck these groups. Mm-hmm. I'm not any of these. Yes. And that to me is more, and just, you know, on a different day, I might feel the total opposite. That's what's so funny is that it's a total cipher. It can work either way. Yeah, it's one, it's one of those, like, it actually says, you know, a lot of these things suck, but also on, on the right sunny day, if you are driving, you can roll down the windows and just let it play. <laughs> like, it's... Yes, and you can wake up and know that you're not a senator's son with your life proscribed for you. Yes. And you're not a starry-eyed patriotic you know bimbo person or or you didn't you weren't born with a silver spoon in hand yes and able to just you know buy your way through stuff (laughs) i would also it's funny the silver spoon thing um another song that had the same effect on me was i can't remember the name of the who song that it is but it's the one where he's like, I was born with a plastic spoon in my mouth. And that's just such an evocative yeah. line. What song and is once it? you know that it, a silver spoon is a thing, mm-hmm. and he's saying instead, especially in Britain, it's like so much more of a heightened thing to be a silver spooner. Oh, 100%. 100%. Your list rocks. I like your list a lot. I'm sorry. Um, now I'm trying to think of what whose song that is. Yeah, no, I was actually going to Substitute? Say substitute me for him? Substitute cook for gin? I think it's that song. Probably. That probably is. That's substitute actually, me for him. Substitute. It's a really good... Um, yes. For the, for the album, The Great Rock and Roll Swindle, the Sex Pistols co- covered that really well. Oh, interesting. That does kind of feel like their vibe, for better or worse. Okay, so now I guess it's my turn, huh, Caroline? Yes. Okay, so uh, prior to the show, 
uh, I did make a statement that I thought there was going to be a lot of overlap. There was way less overlap than I thought. Oh, I'm so, so glad. So. I th- I th- in the moment, I thought, I'm okay if I'm being perceived in this way. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, honestly, like... I, I think it's something. I think th- th- that t- that type of thing is something we all do to everyone we know. But like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And I love it when I'm wrong. I, I love it when I'm wrong in that respect because I love being surprised. Um, That's what I think. It's fun when we overlap because it's fun to see how that happens. And it's uh-huh. fun when we don't overlap because then it's all different stuff. Yes. Either way, it's good. Uh, so here we go for me. Credence from defeated to content so uh first on my list is from i think probably their most successful album uh which is cosmos factory it is called cool stop the rain i went down virginia seeking shelter that song me too but like as we were saying before your list this doesn't sound this doesn't sound like a sad song (laughs) like i I think i think you could you could definitely read it as you know a little bit melodramatic but also it's it's a sad boy song that's okay but also like it's kind of it's one of those things like this is probably more just super subjective because I this credence tends to pop up uh with some of their material whenever I'm feeling like pretty bad and mm-hmm. I remember somewhere in at some point in high school I had a pretty pretty terrible thing happen to me um but this song came up for me a lot during that time and i and i always just sort of read it as like you know the the i mean opening lyrics long as i remember the rain been coming down and the chorus is and i wonder still i wonder who will stop the rain like when does it when when does the sun come out when does it end when do i right when does the downpour (laughs) cease when do when do i get to feel like not being kicked around for a while. Uh, Yes. And sometimes the answer comes in the form of uh, my second song, which also sounds a bit peppy if you take it at face value. It's off their final album together, uh, which is called Mardi Gras, but the song is called Someday Never Comes. Daddy always smiled Took me by the hand Saying something Ooh, that's a powerful one-two punch. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ooh. 
Uh, and and like a lot of, oh, I mean, I honestly went back and forth as to which one of these would open. Um, like mm-hmm. I, I knew they were probably going to be one and two once I, once I started once I started narrowing things down. Uh, but this is definitely like anybody anybody ever have that parent or uh, adult figure that said you'll understand when you're older and somehow you're <laughs> older now and you still don't understand yeah that's this song <laughs> um, yeah wow that's poignant because and I remember and, and like doing this for this list like you know I recently lost my father and I heard his voice saying that to me when I was a kid and it was kind it, it hit a little bit but uh, uh, but at least, you know, I do understand some things and uh, I still have plenty to learn. Third on my list is this is this is, I'll say it. This is going to this it starts us getting happy way too early and I don't care. <laughs> uh, That's OK. I love this song off of Green River called Bad Moon Rising. Oh, that song's awesome. I love this song so much, and I remember the first time I heard it. It I'm, it had to have been this is like this predates Cartoon Network. I had to have been like at daycare or at home or being babysat during the day, like in summer vacation. And I remember hearing this particular song to a bunch, and it was like set to a bunch of different like looney tunes s cartoons but all of them had to do with like vampires or or halloween stuff but it wasn't halloween time because this was like summer and i'm pretty sure this was on nickelodeon i went looking for this thing i've gone looking for it like every time i've thought about it over the last like Mm -hmm. since youtube has been a thing and i've never found it but uh i do i do just love this song um it's so happy but it's like Man, I'm so happy that omens are a thing. Like it's so it's right. it's such a it's It is weirdly happy considering it's all about It's all about ominous things. Like <laughs> I don't feel good about it. Don't what's come a- out tonight cuz it's sure to take your life. Yeah. Like but he's like it's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bad moon on We're the fun. There's a bad moon on the rise. We're just going to sit here and vibe. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um Moving on to number four, uh, this is this is a song that has meant a lot to me over my life. Not as a credence song, um, but I wouldn't know the other versions of this song if I hadn't heard this one. It is uh, "Cotton Fields" off of Willie and the Poor Boys. Uh, this is a cover. Mm. This, is a, this is a cover of the Great Lead Belly. Um, Interesting. It has. It was. It's actually also. Uh, a band that is higher on my favorites list than Credence, uh, the Beach Boys, they do a wonderful version of Cotton Fields. Wow. It was down in Louisiana, just about a mile from Texarkana, in their mold, cotton field back home. A 
I I love I love this song and I I love that I love that I mean it's I it's not lost on me why Lead Belly wrote the song and why it's weird that a, lo- a lot of white hippie bands covered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it also kind of makes me think of like it it makes me think of like the idea of understanding your problems with your home like you're like where you're from like maybe at least me from mm, Iowa and things like that yes um and yeah i could i i could go on for a long time about how much this song means to me but i also i also know i also understand where it comes from why it's written uh and uh seek out just about any version of it they're they're all kind of they're all really pretty <laughs> Um, uh, the Lead Belly one is is one of the probably one of my most favorite classic blues songs of all time. Um, wow, big praise! And uh, the uh, number five is, I believe, the closer off of the album Bayou Country, and uh, it is uh, Keep On Chugling. Mostly, like, I listened to, like, when I saw, when I started listening to Bayou Country, because like I said, I didn't really, I'd never really listened to their albums all the way through. I saw Keep On Chuglin' at the end. I'm like, I'm going to start there just because that sounds like it might be fun. <laughs> and and it, it, it is a fun song. Uh, uh, in doing some reading, it was a, a, a concert closer for the band for a long time. Um, that makes sense. Which, which, yeah, it's like nine minutes of we're just gonna have we're just gonna have a nice time, and uh, it's and it is it is that. But taking things up a up a notch in terms of the feeling a bit nicer, uh, it's probably a song or celebrating the end of a defeated workday. Uh, it's off of Willie and the Poor Boys. It's down on the corner. Oh, we love that song. Yep. Early in the evening, just about supper time. Over by the courthouse, they're starting to unwind. Four kids on the corner, trying to bring him up. Will it be the tune out? And he blows it on the hum. Down on the corner, out in the street. Playing the four boys are playing. Bring a nick of happy feet. That song is definitely like we're just hanging out. Yeah, this is just like, hey, we don't we don't have a lot, but we do have we do have a good time in us. So uh, yes, I do like that. And then uh, the only overlap that I that I remember from our list is uh, is my number seven, and it is Green River. Oh.
have all the things to be the overlap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and and usually whenever I whenever I think about this particular song, I think uh, I think of the times where when I was on my grandparents' farm, which sounds a bit weird, but I did spend half of my childhood on a farm in southern Iowa. Um, I think that just sounds wonderful. Uh, but I do remember, like, when my sister and I would go wander wander off into into the pasture. Wouldn't really go into the cornfields because we didn't like spiders. But uh, but we would, like, wander to the lakes. We would go, we would go like, watch the cows or watch the sheep or, or whatever. But uh, we had, it was a good time to just wander around that farm. And this song makes me think about that. Uh, and then my final song is probably... What I enjoy, what I would enjoy if I lived in, uh, in like a suburban area with a backyard, uh, I would enjoy looking out my back door off of Cosmos Factory. <laughs> that song is so fun. That is just like, you know what? Let's let's go out back. Let's. I mean, I, honestly, it is. Let's go out back. Let's grab a beer and just sit and enjoy what happens. Uh, Yes. Tambourines and elephants are playing in the band. Won't you take a ride on the flying school? Do-do-do-do. One was apparition provided by magician. Do-do-do, looking out my back door. I remember this a lot just because I saw a lot of people do this when I was a kid. Just go sit on the porch and just stare whichever direction they were facing and and uh as i get older i understand sort of the niceness of that it seems so nice and quiet now Mm -hmm. compared with how noisy a lot of our things are yeah yeah um but yeah that's that's my eight and i have no regrets i think your list is good thank you i think so 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 listeners we've given you 16 good ones Send us your own. Let's see what happens. Um, well, we've given we've given them fifteen good ones because one was the same. <laughs> noted. I stand corrected. Re- 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 retraction. We've given you fifteen good ones. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it's that out. So six point two five percent less yes. than you thought. Wow. Did you do that math in your head? I. I didn't have to because it's a 16th. That's an easy one. <laughs> I do not. I would not have guessed that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just a half of a half of a half. I, I, sure, no, you're not. You're not wrong. All of that. All of that makes logical sense. But I'm like, still, wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten it that quickly at all, and probably would have needed a calculator. <laughs> but, but, no, just oh. So <laughs> thank you. So you and I both had. You and I both had uh, s- some trouble with this one, and I believe kind of the same way. And and as you said at the beginning of the episode, or near the beginning, uh, the the emotional vocabulary of Creedence, it's 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 weird. I don't even, I, I don't want to say it's like shallow. Um, I don't know. Right. I was thinking even. Um, when you were going through your list that so many of their songs 
are just about just hanging out and that's cool Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like we're just hanging out and it kind of sucks and sometimes they're like we're just hanging out it's awesome but just like not a lot is happening in these songs there was there was a time in my life where i would go a couple of times a week out for drinks with friends uh and all of those times are kind of like a credence song. Yeah, that's a good analogy. One of them can, one time it can be, hey, it can be down on the corner, having a good time with Willie and the Poor Boys. Or it can be, y'all ever feel like this rain ain't gonna stop? <laughs> like, um, Right, that's what I think. Um, well, so... My favorite of their songs, Fortunate Son, is not in that same mold at all, no. which is part of why I think it's so significant. Yes. And even like um, the Midnight Special cover mm-hmm. is just something that is a little bit different. It's very harmonic, which is not usually their thing. And, you know, and so I just tried to pick some stuff. I, did, I wasn't cognizant of doing this on purpose, but just like outside of that vein of just like the same stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah that's that's i mean i'm like look at look at a song like bad moon rising like who who is happier for problems coming their way than than credence yeah and there's (laughs) i think there's a this goes back to the question of who is really allowed to make what kind of music? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not here to legislate on that at all. But it is an interesting thing. Because if you're going to genuinely sing the kind of music that is like, everything sucks around me, but guess what? I still feel pretty good. Um, who you are matters so much in how that song comes across. Oh, yeah. And that's what I think... It's a little bit revealing that the biggest hit of Fogarty's solo career is that song Center Field, which is literally just like a goofy song about baseball. Mm-hmm. And it is so trite. It's so it's trite. So it's trite. a very fun song. It's- but it's just like about nothing. And it's very catchy. And it, it almost is like, even in Credence, they were trying to be deeper than maybe they even wanted to be, which is wild to think about. Yeah. Yeah, and and they rarely, they they might have cracked surface level at some point, but they didn't get they didn't they, that was that was their that was their that was their lowest depth they got was surface level. Right. Well, and um, when you okay, so I keep talking about fortunate son, but I think it's a an exemplary song yes. of a lot of different things. Um, if you take fortunate son, which is a just a straight up protest mm-hmm. song. It doesn't sound like their other songs. No. It's not about the same stuff as their other songs. It's a totally exceptional thing that I'm sure was moved by real emotions from living in the world during a terrifying time and confronting the draft and this terrible war that nobody wanted. And um, But think about the context of something like okay so like crosby stills nash and young released the song ohio uh-huh. which is of course also an iconic protest song yes but when you look at crosby stills nash and young's catalog it's crammed with songs like that it's all 
beautiful story songs that are poetic and they're about deep feelings and um, troubled things and you know and it so it's like well even that song even the band doesn't stick even, out even the bands that they came from like right that. right it's a it's a very deep pool of deep stuff and he, like Neil Young is still he's like writing COVID protest songs yep. now you know like he's yep. still the same. he's quitting Spotify because of COVID and so it's it's just like it stands out much more to me to have this really powerful protest song from this band that could just still be doing goofy stuff mm-hmm. you know at that time it was brave to make music like that and I think that's part of why it's still so powerful decades later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll bet you, I'll bet you that there were plenty of people who, uh, would have, whose beliefs probably ran completely contradictory to fortunate son that loved it. Yeah, you're right. It is, it is almost like that moment when the Dixie chicks spoke out against George W. Bush and got in a lot of trouble, yeah. you know, like, taking your base and maybe not but that's it's such an interesting thing to think about because the song is very clearly like i'm not a rich guy i'm not a military guy Mm -hmm. i'm not a patriot guy like he's still speaking to the audience of the people who are just hanging out because they're not any of those things either that's part of why life is slower that's part of why Mm -hmm. you know it's very interesting yes uh so Creedon's good. Yeah, I think considering that we both were like, I'm not sure about this band's catalog. We've really found a lot to say about yeah. them, which is which, cool. Which which means <laughs> they might be better than most people think. <laughs> um, but like, and, and yeah, and I, I talking about how they are predominantly a single singles band that, apart from. I'll probably, I would probably argue alongside you that Fortunate Son is the one for them. Like that is their, that is their lightning in a bottle moment that will, that will and probably should live on forever. Um, mm-hmm. But I know, I know, a, I know a, a lot of bands that just do the silly stuff and just doing the silly stuff is way harder than anybody will ever get it credit for and oh yeah good point you think of like like this band released what five albums six i don't remember the i don't remember the count but all of the not a lot yeah like one decade worth of regular all all of them did were successful and did well you could say that like their final album was the least successful but it still hit the charts like it still sold Right, and they have tons of singles. And they, and they have probably one of the greatest greatest hits compilations in the rock canon, for sure. Um, right, and nothing is wrong with having a specific vibe and then just playing to that vibe. Oh, you know, yeah. like, I mean, being able to put on a record and know this going to be consistently good is I great. Mean, yeah, this, was, this is another version of the ACDC show that we did. Ooh, it is. They, they yeah. Do, they don't, if they step out, if they step out of their comfort zone, it's not very far. Like they are not very far. From <laughs> they're, they're not very far from where they're going. 
I mean, I know if they step out, it's not very yeah, far. It's like a they, great way they to are, put they that. Are, they are, they are, they are tethered to their comfort zone with a very. Short, They're still holding yeah. hands with everybody who's in yeah, their comfort with a zone. very short leash. Like they have, n- they have, n- <laughs> they have not gotten as far as the street. Um, <laughs> now I'm, now I'm just, now I'm just citing rules. My mom. No, I love that. Now, my, now I'm just citing rules my mother gave me as a child. Don't go in the street. Um. But it's really evoking those toddler leashes, oh, yeah, it's you down. know, oh, God, the toddler leashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But see, as someone who's trying to expand their family, like, I still think those are kind of barbaric. <laughs> like, they just, oh, yeah. <laughs> I would not. No, don't consider this an endorsement no. <laughs> of toddler <laughs> leashes. That's the title of our episode. We're not, we do not endorse oh. toddler leashes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We want to be yes. clear. That's not our no, brand. We, no. we like loose we, toddlers. We, 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 <laughs> oh, wow. That sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> we are wordle positive, but toddler leash negative. We're, you know, season, two, <laughs> yeah. season two, we're just going to lay out our principles on every episode. Hot takes. <laughs> hot takes every time. Our hot take today is that Credence is pretty yes, good. Credence is pretty good. <laughs> toddler leash is bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. But what are we going to do next? Ooh, what are we going to do next? We haven't talked about this at all, so this is really a true mystery. What about... What about somebody like Madonna? I, I can get down with some Madonna. I, I would accept a counter off if you have somebody in uh, mind I, I, too. I would love to hear. You know, until you mentioned I, when you when you mentioned Madonna before you mentioned Madonna, like I had a counter offer. I don't have that anymore, and I also know that I Ooh. also know that like I have a feeling that who I would have mentioned would have been way more recent. Um. Oh, but that could be good yeah. too. Um, hold, hold with me for a moment. Oh, I know who I was going to suggest. Sure. It's right here. I was going to suggest ABBA, but, uh. Oh, that will be fun to that, do sometime. That will be fun. I say I'm, I'm going to take ABBA off the table and we will do Madonna if, if, if that's okay with you. Yeah, it is. It is interesting that I think to myself, like, oh, we did a classic act. We should do a newer act. But Madonna's not new either. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel like <laughs> it's an arbitrary. I feel like I feel like for 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 the sake of for for the sake of our thinking, I kind of feel like classic is definitely like before both of our times. And yes, yes, and Madonna is yeah, within. Madonna is one hundred both of our lifetimes. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think her very first album was like in nineteen eighty three, yeah. so she's right in there. I think that'll be so fun because she is a person who I really, it's weird. I loved her a lot when I was a very small child Mm -hmm. and it makes sense because she makes great pop music, but I haven't regularly listened to her in decades. So it'll be, oh, somebody's loud outside here. Um, So it'll be interesting to dive back in. Like you were just saying about Credence that they have 
one of the best greatest hits compilations. And I think Madonna has an all time great greatest hits with the Immaculate Collection, which is Immaculate. Wall to wall. Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes are Immaculate Collection is what it really stands for. So yeah, it sounds like we should roll some dice. We should. Here I am, not prepared, but here we go. That's okay, take your time. Here we go, for the negative headspace, we are three. That is depressed. Huh. For the positive headspace, we are a one. Uh, to relaxed. That's kind of nice. That'll be tricky with Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be weird. Oh, my goodness. Well, at least, at, least, yeah. at least we're not done challenging ourselves. So at least <laughs> <laughs> at least there's that. Yes. Um, cool. Well, uh, okay, my mind's ma- racing about Madonna, and I'm not thinking clearly. So, uh, Caroline. Well, yes, is, yes. I was just about to prompt you, but it sounds like you remembered. Where can we find you, Caroline? Well, so you can find me through the Trivial Merit account, which is just at Trivial Merit or trivial.merit at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can find my own Twitter, which is Adatoriate. If you've seen me around, you know what it is. And let's see, I write for Popular Mechanics. That's my daily job. I make little games and essays that you can play. You can find those from my Twitter. So I'm bopping around, making moves. It is Agatha Christie. Um. No, that's okay. I also love Nancy Drew, so that's fine. But yeah, Put so I'm always just doing. So Caroline can make a game. <laughs> I think it'll be probably decades before Nancy Drew is in there because she's part of a little bit newer copyright law. Like the public domain is so funny. People might already know this, but like in the public domain. Some Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain and some isn't. So when you depict him, you can only depict him in ways that are in the stories that are from before. And so there's personality traits and revelations and stuff like that that you can't include because they're not in the public domain yet, which is wild. Yeah, that's that's funny. I don't know. Like, I've only read a few Sherlock stories. Like, I mean, I think everybody's read Hound of the Baskervilles. Um, yeah, I've read the yeah, big ones. Uh, but, like, I wouldn't even be able to parse which ones stay and which ones would have to go in that in that respect. Um, right. But uh, I'm blanking on the name of your game. Is it just Who Done It? Oh, it is called Who Did It? which is a double entendre um, because it is a sexy game. So it's only for adults. And, and Matthew, where can people find you? Not making games, uh, but playing games like Wordle and Symantle and most console games. Uh, you can find me at infinite underscore rewind 
that is my Twitter. Uh, I also post on Instagram every so often, same handle. And you can also hear me babble on uh, a couple other shows. Um, one is called Story Route Zero, where me and three of my friends talk about video games. And we we get a little crazy, but we do keep it a little, we do keep it sappy, like casual. It's not, you know, we're not all playing the newest, latest. Capital G Gamers. Yeah. We talk about that movie. We talk about other movies we're watching. We do uh, have guests uh, when we can. Uh, I'm going to say this on record. We want to have Caroline on. <laughs> it's a long running. It's a long running campaign. They are sieging my personal tower. Fired. <laughs> that is called a freewheeling battleship. Where story route zero, you get to ride on a ship. Oh, that's fun. On the internet, we don't need last names. I think that's okay. As Goldilocks would say, it's just right. I'm excited about that. You can be cautiously optimistic. <laughs> She's been doing a lot of dance music, which is fine, but it's just like not really stuff you like seek out and listen to. Same station. We did it. We didn't do it. I forgot to I forgot to say who our music's by, Caroline. <laughs> oh, it's yes, so new yes, we it's forgot. So new we forgot. But uh Go but, ahead but and Julian say it now. Is very very large in our hearts. 
uh, especially mine. I love that guy. Uh, his his name is Julian V. He did our music. You can find him on Twitter. He is now streaming games, and watching him stream Castlevania is so entertaining. I highly suggest you do it. it it'll if if even if you don't like the even if you don't like. Um, Castlevania, come for the positive vibes because he is he is full of that. Also, he does music for uh, friends of ours uh, on the Some Good Shows Network, and all all of yeah. his music is amazing. Find him on SoundCloud. Find him on Bandcamp uh, at J U L Z V Z is his Twitter. I believe it's that everywhere else, but I don't want to speak to that. Start there. Start Twitter, and and you will find him. Uh, he's wonderful, and if you need music for whatever you might be doing, be it a video game, be it a movie, be it a podcast, be it a web series, hit him up. He does wonderful stuff. You'll like it. Yeah. Now, Caroline, good. we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> Same yeah. time. Same station. All right, we really, really did, did it. it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.